Hello and welcome to Saws Talk the number one show about Saws. We have a great guest this week Margaret is here. Why Margaret you ask well we you we you we you that's right it's an emergency episode to discuss some important recent events in the world of Saws. Happy listening, and don't be afraid to lick your fingers. That's the new catchphrase. Fucking yikes bro. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again. A real banger of an episode coming up. On the other line. Had to get in here. We got some exciting news, very topical stuff. It's in the air. Everybody's talking about it. You might think, oh, Johnny, you got like a, a, a GameStop employee. You got some weird dude from Reddit who made and lost $300,000. No. On the other line, you'll see why soon. We've got Margaret. How are you doing, Margaret? Hi. Hi, John. I'm doing... As well as I can be. I was going to say, I don't give the news. That might be the first time anybody has answered, like, how are you doing with hi? Like, it's like, <laughs> pass, pass. Uh, there's a lot of stuff going on. I, I think, obviously, we're here for an important reason we'll get into in just a little bit. I got a little bit of like opening banter I want to get to. First off, I think we should discuss, we should acknowledge, I think everybody knows this already, but I don't want it to go without saying, you are. About as pregnant as people get. I'm almost all the way. Yeah. Um, yeah. How's that going? It sucks. Um, it's okay. Um, yeah, I don't know. That... Now, have <laughs> I'm you, have really you pregnant. broken your foot recently? I have not broken my foot yet, but we're in the middle of like what Baltimore would classify as an ice storm or a snowstorm. And you're out there hiking around every day, right? <laughs> Yeah, well, I was thinking about what I'm going to plug at the end, and it's related to not breaking your foot. Oh, nice. Um, I mean, I'm trying not to leave. Basically, I'm trying not to leave the house. But I had to go um, to, like, an appointment today and yesterday. You have to get COVID tested now if you're about to have a baby. And I do not have COVID. Good job. Thank you. It is honestly an accomplishment. I mean, not that it, not, that, not that your good efforts are what decide whether you get COVID, but still it is, you've done yeah. well when you don't get COVID. It felt really good to like see it in writing. Was this the, how many times have you been tested? No, this is my first time. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, it's always like, even though obviously maybe you had COVID in March of last year or something, you can never actually say. But still, right. it's kind of always just in the back of your head. I have also been tested once. And as you see it, and you're like, oh, okay. I was pretty it's sure I had good. COVID, but I'm glad to see I don't. Yeah. And the test really wasn't as bad as I expected either. What kind did you get? The, I got like a double nasal swab. They did both nostrils. And it wasn't that bad. So is this like full on up to your brain type of stuff? Or would you, what was it? No, it wasn't up to my brain. I was nervous about it just because, I mean, it sounded unpleasant, but I was also nervous because I had to bring my toddler with me. And so I was like, oh, I have to, like, act brave because she's sitting <laughs> next to me. So, like, I have to pretend that this isn't really yeah. stressful. Um, and then it just, like, wasn't bad. So I was really relieved because I was afraid I was going to maybe traumatize her. Um, maybe you're just so good at acting brave that it, like, was stressful and you overcame it. <laughs> Nate, that could be. Yeah. It, it sounds like a good job. I, I had the one COVID test, but it was a saliva test, so I still haven't even oh, done any of the scary bad. stuff. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was nothing. 
Well, and then afterwards I was thinking, like, I'm, like, about to, like, have a baby, which is, like, probably much, much worse than a <laughs> nasal swab. <laughs> well, I mean, you can come back on the podcast whenever yeah. you like, and you can tell us which was worse, the Q-tip and the nose. I mean, the... I've already <laughs> given the birth once, and I would say that was considerably worse than a nasal swab. Um, but, you know. So I don't know why I was so worked up. But it's just, I guess, fear of the unknown. That would be a, a fun... Like, if you could get yourself in that that brain space of, like, I don't, whatever this thing I have to do is, I don't want to do it, but I have given birth twice, so. Yeah. Why, who gives a shit? How impressive could this really be? Right. Like, I don't oh want to go God. to the DMV, but it ain't given birth, so we'll get through this. So true. Yeah. I don't, like, generally have that, like, positive attitude, but sometimes in retrospect, when I'm, like, surprised that something wasn't bad, then I get it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, so we are officially on notice. I will note for the listener, uh, I said going in, I considered, I pondered whether we should establish a safe word in case Margaret went into labor and needed to end the podcast. (laughs) And we agreed the safe word would be she just throws the computer on the ground and leaves. So if if that happens, we're hoping it will happen towards the end of the show because I don't want to miss out on any good content. But then if at the very end that happens, we could have a really good episode here. I should tell you, though, I just now balanced my laptop on a small box, so it's possible it's going to fall over, and you'll think it's happening. What a letdown that is going to be. But really, yeah, it'll just be like that I put it on a very stupid thing to balance it on. Someone's gone into labor on a podcast before, right? This wouldn't be Probably. some sort of... Probably. I mean, I assume it's, if nothing else, it has been done intentionally, just to, like, record it, but... Yeah. No, no podcast I've ever listened to. Can I say that I thought that happened? And I listened to quite a few podcasts. How's your stomach for like hearing about gross labor things? Extremely strong. Okay, I want to read you something really Hit quick. Me. Okay, so I, um, my baby is breech, which means like he's facing the wrong way, or mine's actually sideways, which is really rare um, and Brag. uncomfortable. I know, but anyway, which like it shouldn't be a problem because I'm I'm probably I'm having a C-section anyway. But I was finally reading this like one pregnancy book everyone tells you to read, this Emily Oster book, and I was reading about breech babies. I was skipping a lot of it because I like I'm 39 weeks pregnant, so it was like I don't need to read this. Absolutely. So I, I skipped way to the end, and then I was reading about breech babies. And I learned about a type of breach that I didn't know about, and I'm just going to read it to you. Um, it says, still others have just one leg hanging down. In this case, called footling breach. If your water breaks, you can sometimes feel a foot come out of your vagina. No way! <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's all. That's incredible. <laughs> I didn't know about it, but that is easily my new worst fear. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. To the point where, I mean, I almost want it to happen so I can, like, have this story. That definitely feels like a thing where you get in there and, like, the person in the emergency room is like, why don't you describe the symptoms again? You're obviously lying. There's a, you just like, see a leg down there? No. You do not. Five toes. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I really hope that doesn't happen, but a little part of me hopes it happens. Um, I'm going to root wholeheartedly for it not to happen, but if it does, I... I hope to hear about it. It, it sounds if very exciting. It does. You better believe I'll be talking about it on your podcast. <laughs> this baby was very excited. 
just started making its way out. I just could not believe I never heard. I bet it's really rare because uh, I think people would know. And so I feel like that should be the main. Is there a thing we could do to encourage that? Like maybe we should try to influence that to happen more often. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds so bad. Um, so anyway. Well, yeah. on to our next topic. Eat anything good lately? Um, yeah, I have. I have been um, pretty lazy about cooking. That's what. So that's how it's going to be, huh? You just you just get nine months pregnant, act all big and bad, like oh, I'm too lazy to cook. And like you're ten months into a pandemic. <laughs> and... <laughs> Most people in this circumstance, nothing but hardcore yeah. chefing every night. But I've been making like a really not authentic version of like a miso, an udon noodle, like miso soup, and it's so good. Nice. And I. Yeah, every time I make it, I'm like, I'm the best cook in the world. This is the best food in the world. What are the what are the, the lazy shortcut steps that make this simpler than you might expect it to be? I just dice an onion, and I saute it in vegetable oil, and then I cut up, like, a carrot or two really thin, and I add that, and some mushrooms, and then I add, like, way more miso paste than is advised. And then I just add a bunch of water. And then when it cooks a little further along, I add tofu and bok choy. And then right at the end, I add udon noodles. How is this a lazy meal? This just sounds like cooking a normal meal. Well, because it's easy. You only have to cut like two carrots and like one onion. I, I think this is still, I think, that, I think this is too legit. Really? I, I thought it was going to be like, I eat frozen chicken fingers for dinner every night <laughs> oh i don't um but i do eat a lot of veggie chicken nuggets <laughs> it's good stuff i know they're so good well it's just lazy because it's not like there's not a real broth and i don't do it the exact same every maybe it's not lazy i, th I think you're selling yourself <laughs> short when you call that like a a lazy, low-effort meal. That sounds pretty legit but to it's me. Done, it's done in like 20 minutes. It's super fast. Maybe that just means you're good at it. Wow. You're blowing my mind. Okay. Well, it's delicious. <laughs> you should make it. It's so I, good. I, I, I intend to make it. It sounds really good. But I have to say, this is not just going to be an episode where we pump Margaret up the whole time, tell her how great <laughs> she is. We are going to have some downer stuff. And we're going to start. We're going to start with the big reason Margaret is here. <laughs> Margaret. Uh, this is one of those bogus questions I know the answer to, but have you heard any news about Subway lately? Oh, my God. I've heard some devastating news about Subway lately, um, as I know you have. Because I brought to my attention you by you, yes. Immediately. Mm -hmm. It was brought to my attention by my dear friend, Natan, who yeah, I know he listens to all my episodes. I don't know if he listens to other ones. Hello, Natan. Um, it's always nice to meet a fan. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Big subhead. <laughs> and he <laughs> let me know. There is a lawsuit against Subway alleging that the tuna is not really tuna. I have a, what I see is the money quote from the article you sent to me. This is the exact <laughs> quote. I'm trying not, to pull it up right now. Not tuna and not fish. I feel like hitting it with both sides is so devastating. You can talk yourself into any kind of story. 
with not tuna. Like maybe I don't care, but boy, not fish is going to be tough to write out. Oh no, it's, oh, it's a WAPO article, so it might get paywalled. Um, I didn't actually read the article. <laughs> well, I, I think this is the case where the headline is going to give us most of the important information. I just immediately texted you, and then when you didn't respond, like instantly, I put it on my Instagram story because I was like, "Someone needs to talk to me about this." Um, yeah, okay. It does say not tuna and not fish. It says a fishy imitation of various concoctions. <laughs> oh boy! I know. I, it said in the article that the like someone has, is is pursuing a class action lawsuit against Subway, saying we've all been misled. But the people who say who who issued that incredible not tuna and not fish quote do not say what they think it is. Right. That, that strikes me as very suspicious. Like if if I assume I'm not a food scientist. Like, Contrary to popular opinion, I am not a food scientist. Yeah. So if I, but I feel like if I took something to the lab that seemed like food and I was like, what is this? They could figure it out. How come they what can't figure it, it out? What do you think it is? When's the last time you had the tuna? Spoiler alert, about eight hours ago. <laughs> no. We'll get to that in a bit. <laughs> That is dedication. It is true. Oh, oh, when you hear the circumstances, I cannot you be, wait yeah. to hear about this. Yeah, but <laughs> oh uh, I am committed to this podcast, except wow. in the sense that I won't release it regularly. I am completely right. non-committal in the sense that <laughs> I put one out whenever I feel like it on a completely random basis. But I do wait. <laughs> uh, eat the sandwiches when necessary. What do you got? I'm not a good podcast guest today because I'm only reading the article that I made you meet with me about right now <laughs> but it says here subway's hoagie style rolls did not meet the country's definition of a staple bread and that was from a a lawsuit brought to subway in ireland and that went to the supreme court i read something about that apparently there's like so much sugar in the bread that they wanted to classify it as like a dessert or cake thing they said this doesn't count as bread you can't act like this is even slightly healthy wow wow Oh, my God. Okay, I got to put this article away because it's too upsetting. So let's dig in a little more. If it's not fish, and they're not going to go, it's not some other meat, that'd be even more expensive, I assume. Well, would it? Well, what do you, I, I mean, like chicken would be an obvious. Maybe they're just grinding up some extremely bland chicken, and they're yeah. cutting that down. I don't know. Like hot dogs, like bits. What's the cheapest meat? What's the cheapest meat? What a bad couple of people to ask. I don't I know. No We're yeah. I don't know. Maybe it is hot dog. What if, okay, if it came out, it was hot dogs. And or like people... spam. If it turned out it was spam, do you think that <laughs> people would be entitled to a major recovery? That they had been, if they had been misled, I would really like to know more. If it was spam, because spam's like such a unique product, that would feel like a real conspiracy if it was spam, because <laughs> like, that's like not that big of a company, right? Possibly. Uh, I don't know. I, I bet spam is owned by some 
giant ham company or something. I'm pretty sure Spam is based in Minnesota. I, you know, uh, I am off my Minnesota game. I know there's a, a sidebar I wanted to hit at some point. Do you you watch The Bachelor, right? Oh yeah, that's why I couldn't record last night. All of the Minnesota people <laughs> I follow on Twitter and stuff were all mad that somebody from Minnesota is on the show, and it turns out they were starting shit and being a terrible person. Is this accurate? That's accurate, but she lives in Chicago. But there's also another Minnesota contestant who came in late, who made a big impression in a good oh, way. Oh, okay. I and, must have been misunderstanding it a little bit, because I thought there was a person from Minnesota on the show that everyone loved, and then she started acting crazy and got herself kicked off the show. But it sounds like there's two Minnesota people. And well, I guess it's them. possible they could have loved her. She didn't do much for me. But there definitely was a bad Minnesota person on the show. What'd she do? But she identifies as from Chicago. She actually did. Don't they all? That's about right. Fuck her. Like, maybe the that worst thing I've ever seen on The Bachelor. <laughs> it actually, like, wasn't even fun to watch. She... Now I'm just recapping The Bachelor. But I asked you to in... do this. This is great. Okay. I've been waiting my whole life to do a Bachelor Recap podcast. Okay, so it's like a weird quarantine season. So I think it's worth noting that all the contestants have been, like, staying at the same resort quarantining. So they were all selected at the same time. But for whatever reason, the, like, producers decided to hold five of them for a couple weeks, I guess, to stir drama. So there was, like, a bunch of women who were competing for several weeks, and then they brought more competitors on but they are like no different than the other competitors they just got unlucky um and like got joined the game later so anyway the minnesota woman who i'm assuming your friends don't like now was one of the original contestants and she really really took offense to like new contestants being introduced and like um just well a lot of them did there was a lot of bullying and like talk about how these women didn't deserve to be there because they've all been there for three weeks already but these poor women have actually just been alone in hotel rooms for three weeks um oh my god whatever anyway so she alleged that people had been dming her before the season telling her to watch out for this other contestant who was a part of the new batch of contestants and that she is maybe a lady of the night. So then this woman... It's like, was, it's like how whenever you find out someone's a prostitute, you have to fear them and run away. Yeah, Any sex so worker, you just, woman, just, oh my God, stay away from them forever. They'll kill you if they get the chance. But there was like no evidence that she actually received these messages or she just like inferred that. Like she might have just been a bottle service girl. She didn't know. But she told every single other contestant that this woman who just arrived <laughs> that everyone already hated was an escort. This sounds like classic Chicago behavior. It Never befitting someone from Minnesota. Mean and like uncalled for and like not even if you take away the like sex work shaming, it's just like really bad to randomly accuse someone of being yeah. an escort. It could like really ruin their lives in a lot of ways because now like when you Google this other woman's name, like the first thing that comes up, <laughs> like, so I don't even remember her name, like so-and-so escort or like all the proof you need that she's not an escort or all the proof you need that she might be an escort. And like literally all she did was like 
I don't know, it's, walk out and join this cast. It's generally pretty difficult to prove like libel and defamation, but this is really how you do it: is go yeah. on TV and tell everyone I know who is a prostitute with no nothing to back it. And then she confronted that woman like in front of the group and was like, you know, there's a lot of rumors going around about you, but she had been, she was the one who started the rumors. <laughs> yeah. Started by me. <laughs> and was like, so like, I just wondering if you want to address why like people yeah. think you're Why do I keep saying it. this about you? <laughs> um, and yeah, so she got kicked off. Um, and that is probably why your Minnesota friends were disappointed in her. Cause it was really not cool in any way. Um, but there was another Minnesota contestant in the late batch who came in and she seems like a front runner and she's from Medina. And now do you say, do you say she's from Medina and that's a positive to you? No, <laughs> I know there's fucking people from Medina. Well, I'll take the sex worker shame person over this. Don't know why I said it like that, <laughs> but my cousins are from Medina and she's like 27, and that's like roughly the age of some of my cousins. So I texted my cousin, and I was like, do you know this person? And she said, no, but I played basketball with her sister. Wow, that's pretty good. And then I was really excited. That's a, that's a pretty direct connection, yeah. Yeah. It was like as, really so, as like people on TV go, like if it was just some random, who would care? But uh... Yes. Wow. It, it, I was thrilled. So I'm rooting for her. I guess. And also, I I saw on Twitter people were really upset because um, someone pronounced Edina Edna. (laughs) Um, One last note on The Bachelor. We'll return to Subway in a moment here. This is, by the way, our Subway emergency podcast. I no choice to get to this as quickly as possible, (laughs) but five more minutes on The Bachelor that I don't watch. I could talk more. I'm so sorry that I'm not as, like, sharp as normal. It's because I'm all the way pregnant. I... Again, this is not going to be the episode where we just pump you up the whole time, but I think you're doing just great. Um, <laughs> I, I, I watch a different reality show that also is recorded during COVID times and did a bunch of goofy stuff with splitting people into two groups at the, at the beginning and then just reunited them instantly. What's that about? Ooh, What's the point of that? doing this? I don't know. Um did they do it, like, for COVID safety? Initially, I thought it was like, oh, they're splitting the groups in two, so there's never all these people. But then, they, before they eliminated anyone, they brought the groups together and just had everything go on. Sounds pretty huh. similar to what happened on The Bachelor. It's not like we actually cut down the number of people together. And, just as you're saying, they all quarantined in advance. So, theoretically, it's not like they're wearing masks and hanging out outdoors on the show. They're just, we clearly are operating under the assumption these people do not have COVID. And we didn't actually split the group. Have, I don't like, understand. lost a lot of faith in, like, how strict their COVID protocols are. Like, at the beginning, because I'm a stupid person, I was like, they're really taking this seriously. <laughs> but then the more I think about it, it seems like they're bringing a lot of people, like, guest stars in. And it just, and some of them, it's just, like, hard to imagine that some of them would, like, take the two weeks to quarantine. Yeah. Um, so I think it's maybe just a rapid test situation. Well, those are full um, so everything should be fine. Right. I don't know what the point of that is, except for to, like, make it look like you're taking something seriously that you aren't. What uh, What show are you watching? Pass. Are you willing to reveal that? No. Pass? Yeah. 
Two groups of people. I'm going to think about it. You figure it out. I'll tell you what it is. Will you tell me, is it on cable or network? Cable. Okay. Is there is there an athletic component? If you're being... Depends on how... I mean, athletic. It's not as... Mm. I would probably say no, but you could also twist my arm and convince me that the answer is yes. So it's the challenge? The show is RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, that is an athletic... Yeah, it's pretty athletic, but you don't think of it as, like, sports. But then they fucking do death drops, and it's like, well, no fucking shit. These people are incredible shit. Wow. But, yeah, they did exactly the same thing, where they split everybody in half, but then they had, like, an episode with them split in half, but then by the end, everybody was brought back together by, like, the start of the next episode. So you didn't, and no one was even eliminated. Huh. And it's, it's just, as your description of what they did on The Bachelor, it's so similar, but it's like, I almost wonder if they were being, if some... They were, like, planning to go down the road of keeping them separate, and then some restriction changed, and they said, fuck it. Everybody get yeah, in the room. Let's go. because that would be in California, and they just, like, opened everything up again. Yeah, but I also I have no idea what the lead time on a show like either of these is. Could True. be radically different as well. Um, did you not want to admit that because of his bracking scandal? <laughs> is that definitely true? <laughs> Gina yes. told me about that, but I RuPaul couldn't tell if that is, was like a joke or what. Is no RuPaul's fracking. Um, RuPaul's I mean, frack race is way worse. <laughs> they should not show that. Wow, I think that's a great show. So I don't think. I mean, I think it's way more embarrassing how invested I am in The Bachelor. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yours is much worse. It really is, and that's just like one of my shows. <laughs> uh, there yeah. is a queen on this season. Who is from Utica, Minnesota, which is a very small town, like an hour and a half southeast of Minneapolis. I don't even know what that is. Yeah, I, I never heard Utica, of the town New York. Either. When she's on the show, they just write like Minneapolis, Minnesota, because like, yeah. she's effectively from there now. But it's it is always fun to see the Minnesota people. I always read from them on basically anything, unless they are horrifying nightmare people like that. Unless they're like randomly that. accusing people of being escorts. Um, yeah. Back to Subway. Right. I did find Subway's response. They say this is bullshit. You can also find a bunch of people on Twitter and Instagram and stuff who are like work in Subways as like sandwich artists. And they're like, like, I don't know what this is. Here, like, look, this is a container that says tuna. Open, sure looks like fucking tuna to me. I don't know. Maybe this whole thing is baseless. Do you think it might just be ba- like maybe we should be on? I think it's Subway's possible. Side. It's baseless, but I will say the Subway tuna always makes me sick, <laughs> <laughs> and I always get sick when I eat meat. Well, so, you know, I said, you know. I said I had my Subway about eight hours ago. Maybe uh-huh. we did it wrong. Ticking. I yeah. need the safe word for when I have to run away to throw up. And then you have to just carry the podcast for a while. Well, my window for a Subway tuna is smaller than eight hours. Oh, okay. Well, that's good news then. Because I, um, I haven't had any ill effects you know, at this point. Everybody's different. So. <laughs> How your body processes like sawdust or whatever right. the hell they're putting in there. Totally different. Yeah, because my... I told you this when we were like texting about this. But my daughter asked me to make tuna for her yesterday and i was like should i eat this um because i guess i had bad tuna on the mind but it was fine i didn't get sick it wasn't sawdust or sawdust is my leading contender for what they're putting in it but then like what's the other like Like mayo and gray and sawdust 
could pass. I bet it's too. like processed in a plant with like meat and other. It's probably like really similar to dog food. Isn't all tuna kind of really similar to dog food? That's why <laughs> yeah. it's perfect to be tuna. <laughs> I mean, I don't. I bet it's. It's probably. Yeah, it's probably similar to wet dog food. Yeah. <laughs> Which I don't, like, read the ingredients labels on, but I have started giving that to my dog, and it smells really bad. Dog food's so fucking gross. Wet really dog is. food, specifically. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've always had a very sensitive nose for things like that and just really turned off. Yeah, well, my dog is manipulative, and I'm dumb, so <laughs> she gets it every night. <laughs> and she, like, literally barks at me until I give it to her, and then she eats. <laughs> so, um, I have one last note on the Subway lawsuit. So, <laughs> when, so I think the, it said that the lawsuit was they were trying to establish a class of people who had purchased Subway tuna sandwiches since, like, 2017. So have you purchased a Subway tuna sandwich since 2017? Oh, so many times. Right. I assume yeah. as much. So, I don't even think I could count. Now, I, are you are you an attorney? Uh, no, but I'm married to an okay, attorney. Okay, so you might want to talk to Mike. I'm like kind of an attorney. I don't really do that much law stuff. Oh, yeah, you are an attorney. I don't know that much about it. But so I'm, I'm just saying, I, I'm not giving us any legal advice. Do you think that recording this podcast is going to preclude our recovery when we get that big settlement and we get like no. a, they're like you can have an eight dollar check like always happens right it's really Which gonna be like, you can have one free subway sandwich that's but you where could you probably have a foot long you could probably have a foot long um it should be we can get a foot long if it's veggie and everybody else has to get six cents we go to the top yeah that makes sense i mean that seems hard <laughs> for them to deal with um, yeah, maybe a lot of unhappy no, people. I don't think, I think we're just, you know, exchanging ideas. And I'm open to the possibility it is tuna. I'm open to the possibility I don't even really know what tuna is and that I've never had tuna. You know? Have you ever go had, like, way. good tuna? Like an ahi tuna? Yeah. Or, like, the tuna you buy at the organic store that is, like, three dollars a tin here's the i've had because i've had both <laughs> so i've had like theoretically decent tuna in like uh sushi yeah and then i've had shitty tuna like you get in a cafeteria or a subway which is the same right is there what do you ever have anything better than those things do you ever have like proper really good tuna I mean, I've had, like, tuna at restaurants because I'm a pescatarian. So, like, sometimes if you go to a fancy restaurant, there, like, is no option. You, like, have to get a seafood. Um, and I don't know enough to know. But I've had really expensive tuna before. Okay. Um, and so, I'm defining that as, like, a $30 entree. That's That sounds expensive to me. So, if you yeah. have only had fake tuna boy does this conspiracy go deep right because like if like for me i'm like if they like obviously the 
shitty subway slash cafeteria stuff could be anything. And also, like, if they just told me at the sushi place, this is spicy tuna, but really it was something else, I'm not going to fucking figure it out. But if you're going and getting $30 slabs of tuna at a fancy restaurant, boy, there is just no tuna on the market then. Right. I'm going to And, like, oh. what would you, what would that make, like, I really like grocery store sushi. Um, so, like, what would that tuna be? Because that can't be high grade. No. Um, but I'll eat it. Oh. <laughs> that's part of the problem. And it's, like, gray. I, yeah, that's that, exactly. I was just saying, the, the issue is, the concern there is the other direction. Yeah. That you're getting, you're, you're trying to buy something else. Like, oh, you yeah, are. this is salmon, and they just give you the shitty tuna again. Like, this is the tuna, and you painted mm-hmm. it red. Do you like it? And it's, it's not what you want. It never is red, though. It's always gray. Yeah. Um, okay. What you, was the question? The final question is, if you have to make a call, is that tuna? I think it's partially tuna. Now... That's really the best possible answer because that's probably, I mean, that would explain a lot is if it's tuna and filler. And so this test they did, like did find some stuff that shouldn't be there, but then Subway can come back with a straight face and be like, what are you talking about? There's tuna in there and a bunch of hot dog and spam. Yeah. And they just let it all ride. And they're like, well, we didn't, we we had tuna. What do you want? It's tuna. I bet that's it. Because like... Yeah, there's some kind of texture going on that's not... Uh, we're going to talk, when we get to the segment discussing my adventures from eight hours ago, we'll talk <laughs> about texture. When I make tuna at home, I often add some co- cottage cheese to it to like make it go longer. Now, if further. you had said cotton balls, that would have been another great theory for what these filler items could be. Yeah. But I, I suppose cottage cheese is food. Do you like cottage cheese in other circumstances? I love cottage cheese. Me too. I, it's possibly my favorite food in the world. Uh, you see a lot of cottage cheese hate out there. Cottage uh, cheese is the greatest food there ever was. How do you like uh, your cottage cheese? What do you, you put a bunch of pineapple in it? What do you like to dill? I never had cottage. You know what? I think I had cottage cheese. I think you might have been there the first time I had cottage cheese. Okay. I had it for the first time in Champaign, Illinois, at a like gross buffet, which I can't. Now you're saying I might have gone to a gross buffet. Who can believe this? Well, I know. Spurious allegations. I'm sure I was with Michael's law school friends because I wouldn't have. Was it crazy buffet? Was it way out there on like Prospect, the Chinese buffet? It might have been. That sounds right. You want the mayo shrimp when you go there. I do think it was a Chinese buffet, and I think there was, like, very little that I felt was acceptable to eat. And I was like, today's the day I'm trying cottage cheese. Because <laughs> I always thought it was, like, horrifying looking. Um, and I bet you were there. Yeah, I bet you were there. I didn't miss I a lot of trips to the Chinese much. buffet, so I can believe it. I probably just quietly ate my cottage cheese while you guys talked about darts or something. Um, and... Cottage cheese. I bet you were there. I I hope I was. I hope I played some role in this. I started with pineapple, but I've gone so much further. I don't like the pineapple. I don't. I think it takes away from the cottage cheese. I like. 
Okay, I think the number one thing you can do with cottage cheese is crumple up some um, tortilla chips in it Ooh. for some crunch. And then I like to add like a drop or two of sriracha and mix that all up. This and is I some say, adventurous cottage cheese. I've never gone yeah. to such lengths. Yes, it's amazing. Um, you should really try it like as soon as humanly possible. And then since being pregnant this time, I've tweaked that recipe and now I have what I call a pickle bowl. And I I have the chips and the cottage cheese, but then I make Michael cut up pickles and put it in and black pepper and squeeze lemon on it. And that's also a really good way to eat cottage cheese. It sounds really good. Uh, that does sound like things. crazy pregnancy lady shit, though. No, it's so good, though. My sister this is, this was is a, like... This is always thing? I think I'll still eat it when I'm not pregnant. Although, I don't know. Maybe I won't. Um, stay tuned. Uh, <laughs> Let me, I'm just going to set a tickler for uh, three years from now. I mean, I think I out. will because I like if I like get to like a, a like ravishingly hungry point, and I'm like at home, I often just like put cottage cheese in like literally anything. Oh. so like I've like. I think I will eat it again because I think I'll get so hungry that I will want to just like dump it into something. You know like I've eaten cottage cheese and yeah, I've eaten it with like kimchi. I've eaten it with like, I mean, I'll, there's almost nothing I won't mix it with. I have also, I've the kimchi and cottage, cottage cheese thing is very real. I've seen that and like it a lot. Um, yeah. I think of pickles as like the quintessential stereotypical pregnant food craving. Yeah. Is that now? Are you always a pickled person, or is it mostly when you're? Well, pregnant? I don't know. I no. I mean, I think the last time I was on, I was talking about being a pickled person or becoming a pickled person. But I was pregnant then. I just like wasn't like out. So I think, um, no. I I think we just like found a brand of pickles I really like, and like we did just, talk about pickles last time. Yeah, you're right. Keep Until, buying yeah, it. You're, that's right. That's bad podcast hosting, guys. It's too bad Sorry. I can't edit this out. But sharp-eared listeners might have detected I was pregnant last time. Listeners are sharper ears than this my, host. All my pickle content. Um, no, I don't know. I just thought it would work because, like, you want it to have, like, something that, like, has, like, a juice. Like, cottage cheese will just take the flavor of anything you give it. So I wanted something with, like, a, a brine or a juice. Um, you know I mean? If you're going extremely classic cottage cheese, and you're just adding spices, this is this is what I usually do. When I get adventurous, Classy. I've done the kimchi. When I'm just doing spices, especially if I've just got it as a side, I don't want it to be so complicated. I love seasoned salt in general. Oh yeah, and so good. It, it kills it on cottage cheese. Huge yeah. upgrade over standard salt in that circumstance. I would agree. Uh, Sometimes I like to try and create like the meal that they picture on the cottage cheese container. Like it's often like you'll see like a, a like rice cake with cottage cheese on it, and then they'll like have picked like I don't know like avocado slices. I'm still picturing to... a ring of pineapple on the top. Yeah, so and all, I just yeah. make what I just make whatever the container. <laughs> that is very, it's very similar to my. Uh, my clothes shopping theory of just buy the mannequin. <laughs> they showed you yeah. what a good outfit is. Buy yeah. all those things and then you get to be done shopping. 
So you can just you buy the cottage cheese. Here's a good idea. Buy everything on your thing and then go. Yeah. Wow. Uh, this is just an insanely aside-laden <laughs> episode. But I've made you, you were mentioning getting cottage cheese from a buffet. And I was thinking about the great, weird little side things to get from a buffet. This is really a throwback, too. I guess I was going to say pre-COVID culture, but God damn, I don't think I've been to a buffet in. Can't imagine going to a buffet. Right? Yeah, it doesn't like, ever happen. But this I don't is, think so this I'm, is, yeah. Yeah, this is really when I was law school and earlier, a lot of law school behavior, kid behavior. But especially you end up at that buffet, and it's not necessarily the buffet you wanted to be at. That's how I felt at my cottage cheese buffet. What are the weird little side things you're looking for? I've got three. One of them is cottage cheese. On the buffet, you'll usually find a little thing of cottage cheese. You can sneak some oh, of that. Oh, God. Yeah, cottage cheese. Um, I'm in a minority here, but I, like, really like cantaloupe. So oh, nice. I, I want the cantaloupe, and it's almost always available because no one likes it. I didn't oh. think of that, but that's really good. That is not one of my three, but I think it's strong. Yeah. Both the cantaloupe and the honeydew melon. I'm gonna take them. And I don't. What would a third be? I don't know. Maybe you can steal one of mine. My three: yeah. are cottage cheese, chocolate pudding. It's usually a chocolate pudding somewhere hidden out there. That can be good. It's weird, but it's okay. Last one: sneak over to the salad part. Just get you a whole bunch of croutons and put on your plate. You can eat those. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. So like. Right there, if you get stuck at the at the pre-COVID days and you're 16 years old and you didn't want to go to this damn place anyway, cottage cheese, chocolate pudding, croutons, hell of a meal. I guess I'm probably, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm probably looking for mac and cheese. But that's not really a side. <clears throat> God, this is hard. Mac and cheese, yeah, like it, it, that's more of a, I am comfortable with this place is putting down move. Like, when I say my three, I'm really trying to hide from the food at this place. But if you trust only one thing there, the mac and cheese is probably going to be a safe bet. I guess that's like, it's not exactly a buffet, but I think of like family gatherings for holidays. Like, are, there's often like nothing for me to eat. So I feel like most Christmases since I stopped eating meat, which was like in high school, I just ate like rolls with mustard <laughs> on them. <laughs> I mean, I guess croutons are bread, but yeah. finding the bread at the buffet is basically the same thing and exactly the right move. Yeah, because like every Minnesota salad has ham in it. Yeah. And like it just does um, for some reason. So, I, I yeah, I feel like I would just eat rolls. So maybe I would look for rolls. rolls I like rolls. Cantaloupe. <laughs> and, yeah, that mac and cheese at the big family Christmas dinner or whatever, I found, I thought that sucked 75% of the time. My family doesn't do it, so I only encounter it at restaurants. No. I always felt like that was something that was, like, whenever they get that, I can't even imagine what, I guess like a phone chain back in the 90s. Don't even have emails. Everybody's calling like, well, you know, Aunt Kathy's going to bring this and Aunt Oz is going to bring this, so don't bring those two things. Mac and cheese would be deemed like an easier thing that we'd leave for one of the lesser cooks to bring, and it would just yeah. be god awful. When in fact, the most talented cook should bring the mac and cheese because I think there is a degree of difficulty there. And so many of the things that were just like cheese 
on effectively plain noodles. And it was like macaroni, yeah. hard return, and hard return no, cheese. Yeah, with like no seasoning. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're right. So, And like if you're going to make mac and cheese, I once tried to do it from like scratch. It's like so much work. Yeah. And like difficult to enjoy once you've seen what goes in. <laughs> like, <laughs> things I have seen. It's like tastes so good, but like making it, you're like that is entirely too much. Yeah. Like, um, but yeah, I think you're right. Um, well, yeah. the good news is we're 45 <laughs> minutes into this podcast that I thought would be about 45 minutes. Now, Margaret, I have a note here. I understand you, a, I suppose, slightly less pregnant person then, but you made, you had a little film trip out and visited a Subway restaurant recently. Is that accurate? It is accurate. How'd that go? I, pretty bad. Pretty um, bad? <laughs> I mean, there was, like, the guy standing next to me in line, like, his mask was, like, under his mouth. Now, so do you think not, he might have had germs shooting out of his chin? It wasn't ideal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was okay. I was coming. I I mean, it was only like, I think I was at Subway like two weeks ago. It was like the week before the news broke. Because um, I, you can't take your, I can't take anyone with me to my doctor's appointments um, because of COVID. So and my doctor is pretty close to Michael's work. So sometimes if it works out, Eugenia goes to work with Michael. I go to my doctor's appointment and then I like, you know, go pick her up. Mm -hmm. Um, and she's pretty spoiled. So like, I often like bring her a treat. So for a while I was bringing her like donuts every time I went to the doctor, but then I was, I don't know, whatever. doesn't matter. So this time I was like, I'm going to bring everyone a Subway sandwich. And I was a little nervous um, about it because it's, like, not even that good of a subway before the pandemic. <laughs> um, but I did it. And, I mean, what can I say? It was a lot harder. They had... Okay, I didn't even, you know what, let me just back up to say, yeah, me being more adventurous of where I'm going is, like, really stupid, because the pandemic is worse than ever, actually, mm -hmm. and now I'm nine months pregnant. I didn't even go to the grocery store until, like, August, ever, and I didn't go inside a restaurant even to pick up carryout until whatever the day they called the election was because I was inside a restaurant when that happened and it was like two like I walked into a restaurant and then they were like Joe Biden won <laughs> <laughs> so I think I was like I think I was like oh <laughs> like, God is telling me go to more restaurants every time yeah. I do it something good happens <laughs> but that was like literally the first time I'd gone into a restaurant so what how I progressed in November from November to like never going anywhere to like in January at 38 weeks pregnant, being like, I'll go to this dirty subway. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, but anyway, the way this subway dealt with the, I guess, the social distancing is they placed like folding tables in front of the buffet, like lawn, like six foot lawn folding tables 
which are, I don't know, those are probably three feet wide. So it was like really hard to check out the quality. You know how when you go to Can't lean in there and be like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't want the banana peppers today. Right. And if you have an all the way pregnant belly, that also hinders your ability to like lean forward correctly. You're standing across the room. I was so far away from it. It was really, really hard to like see what was going on. Um, And that was a shame. And you're picking up three sandwiches, it sounds like. Well, so I just, you know, I made Eugenia and Michael split a foot lawn. Oh, that's smart. That's good strategy. Yeah, I got them a turkey and I made it like in like the way a toddler would like it. So it was like. So Michael would be okay with it and then she can just deal with it. Well, and Michael like could not believe how good it was. Was it because <laughs> it, was like... it had sauces besides oil and vinegar on it? Yeah. yeah, it was idiot. like mayo. It was like mayo. Oh my god, what's this white stuff? It's incredible. Yeah, Mike, it's called yeah. mayo. You want it, it when like you go to Subway. Lettuce, tomato, cucumber, mayo, and like I think that's like all I and like <laughs> American cheese, like whatever like a toddler would eat. And he was like, "Whoa, this is so good." <laughs> it does sound pretty but, good. I mean, it looked good, but I also was like kind of panicking because at first it was like fine, and no one was like around me but then this like man got in line behind me and his mask was like not all the way on him and I was scared to say something because I didn't Everyone's like his vibe crazy. yes <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like his vibe and I think like someone had just told me a story about like I think my sister like said she like witnessed a fight at the laundromat oh. about masking um I was just like, I was like, I'm just going to keep my distance, but that's like hard in a moving line. Um, so he definitely breathed on me. And then I was like trying to like, I think I like unzipped my coat and was like trying to like exhibit that I'm like really pregnant in like a stupid, not direct. Like I was like, maybe he'll stop breathing on me if he sees that I'm really Surely pregnant. you will choose not yeah. to give the virus to me. Right. But it didn't work. Um... Yeah, but that was how that went. How how was your sandwich? My sandwich was really good. I'm trying to remember what I got because I know I made a crazy sauce choice that paid off. Was it like triple tuna? No, I got, I didn't get the tuna because, well, one, you're only allowed one serving of tuna a week if you're pregnant. Oh, that's, yeah. Mercury like, stuff, is that right? Not just tuna, but like mercury, yeah. yeah. So I wasn't sure that I wanted to like use my, fi- that. right. use my fish on that. <laughs> you know what? If I only get one fish this week, maybe it's not tuna yeah. from Subway. Although the good news is, maybe you could have had it and still had your fish that week. True. What's your sawdust requirement? <laughs> high. Very high. <laughs> More um, sawdust. Yeah. I got a veggie patty, and then I, I think I got buffalo sauce. Ooh. Which I didn't even know they had, and it was really good. Now, when we were talking recently, I think you mentioned having a good experience with mayo and buffalo sauce. Was that, that was this it. Trip? It, must have, it must have been mayo and yep. buffalo sauce. You were, and I was like, and weird initially, but then you think, what do you, what's better than a spicy mayo? Basically nothing. Well, I perceived that the Subway employee like made a face when I gave my sauce <laughs> choice, but I wasn't positive. <laughs> I feel like if, if a pregnant person comes in, if they order like fucking... Pickles on flatbread and nothing else. You just say yes and don't say a word about it. 
Seems like they yeah. ought to just let that ride. That's crazy. It's also not even that weird. I don't know if I was just like, you know, internalizing my own insecurities about how gross that sounds on its face, but it tasted really good. Um, so, yeah, and then I paid. I didn't get a drink. Um, and I got out of there and felt dirty. And you got a COVID test about two weeks later. Two didn't weeks later, I got a COVID test. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get COVID. That's nice. So it was okay, but it wasn't like, I don't know. Probably wasn't worth it to risk it all to go to that subway. Everybody really liked it, though. Eugenia liked it. Michael liked it. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I did wash my hands really well before I ate it. But then I was thinking, like, I don't know. Because I still ate it on the, like, subway wrapping paper. I don't know. I think the guy breathing at you is the scary thing. Yeah, he was probably the worst part. Yeah. But it's... I wish I was stronger. I just, like, didn't... I don't know. I didn't feel comfortable yelling at him. It's a difficult balancing of risks thing when you want to go and really do all that math and be like, at the end of the day, what is truly more likely? This guy, like... (laughs) Beats up the subway manager because I got him too riled up or I get COVID from this guy. And it's not a good outcome, but the answer is usually he's probably not going to give me COVID. And he probably is going to, like, have a knife and stab some poor guy who works at Subway because they try to defend me. Man, yeah. It did make me feel so bad. I mean, I already feel bad for anyone who's working, like, you know, service jobs right now. But I was like, that sucks (laughs) that you have to deal with non-masked people all the time yeah it does suck a lot i'm not <laughs> gonna push know. down the road i wanted to push down yeah it is a, it's just a depressing circumstance all around it truly yes. is um yep you touched on one thing that i want to quickly revert return to uh you mentioned that like this place you went was a particularly bad subway anyway. <laughs> subway strikes me as among the chain restaurants with the greatest variance. Would you agree yeah, with that? Yeah, I would absolutely agree like, with it, that. When you said that, that really just like rang true in my head. I was like, oh, that is absolutely <sighs> a thing. That like some subways you go in and make maybe the best thing is just turn back around. And sometimes you yeah. go in and, and it's, it's hard to predict. But, like, sometimes you wander in there, you're like, hell yeah, this is going to be some good-ass subway. The subway by my grad school, the quality was actually fine, but all everything was behind plate glass windows. Yeah. Like, you know, like liquor store style. Mm-hmm. And that just, like, set a tone. <laughs> <laughs> um, I still went there kind of a lot. but Did, did definitely... they have the silver, like cup thing yes. had to push, and the, like they pushed the sandwiches through so the foot long yes. has to slide all the way through that's incredible yeah i mean it was like very secure it was like ugh. yeah you'd think there'd be I, like the drawer box thing you know the drawer box thing they should have had that actually i think it might have been a rotating window okay that makes more i love the idea of them pushing it like here's your 17 cents and change and here's a i mean i would never i would probably not pay in cash but because if you show you have cash on you you'll be murdered instantly basically is that where this was <laughs> no like, but that I might woman have has 11 dollars on her let's kill her we I don't mean, even as... want the money she just doesn't deserve it 
I really try not to carry cash with me. Um, I mean, well, I, I actually, I mean, it's so, I'm so far removed from like being out in the world, but I, I try to carry like $2 with me to like give to people, but I, I try not to carry more than that. Cause I like, I don't know. Everybody's always talking to you, <laughs> trying to get your money. Yeah. I've never been like robbed or anything, but people like sure do love asking for money, including my next door neighbor. Next door neighbor. What's that about? I don't know, but she is like always trying to borrow $5. Borrow or have? You think she's really trying to borrow $5 or she just like, how about uh, that five? She pays it back, but it like often You give her the like, $5. I don't anymore. Or sometimes I do. I don't know. <laughs> she does pay it back, but it often takes like three months. And like one time she tried to give me a bloody quarter. <laughs> she tried to give me like a bunch of bloody quarters <laughs> as repayment she was like i have your money but i cut my hand you don't know what i had to do to get this <laughs> it was like i don't want to enjoy your fucking money yeah uh oh my anyway, god that's an aside that's an aside um yeah this subway it was it's weird because it's well it's not weird but it's downtown but it's like a pretty big subway so there's like a large eating area so in my mind that would make it be nicer but it's not nicer it's much worse yeah, you said that about how they had the tables in there. And I'm like, a lot of subways wouldn't even have that fit. Well, it's right by the courthouse. So I think, like, I think like all their business is just people on jury duty. They all got the $7 per diem. And they're like, I know where this will go a long ways. Yeah. Because every time I've had jury duty, I, you, like, see people, like, you know, like, flooding to that subway because they're not savvy enough about well, the restaurants downtown. you know maybe i'm not suggesting you do this during covid times but when things chill out a little bit you could just walk down there hang out print up some pamphlets about jury nullification and just start handing them out <laughs> try and teach some people something maybe fix our justice system a little bit i wonder what michael would do if i did that uh, i think he would his... say do not tell anyone you're married to me a public one servant. block from his work <laughs> It's like on his. It's like on his block. Um, Your wife is at the subway telling the jury they could never convict anyone for any drug crime. Why is she doing that? Like, well, she's because she's right because she's smart. Everybody's got to have a hobby. <clears throat> that's yeah. That's interesting. Um, I like that idea a lot. I don't think I'm the one to do it. Probably. Not. I like that idea a lot. Although, I mean, if if you like from a compassion and like getting people to talk to you, if you were down there with like two very small children, you know, think a year from now, people would be like, I better, like, and then the people would be so relieved when you're not like, give me five dollars and I'll give you blood quarters back. I'm like, oh, a pamphlet, sure, I'll take that. And they'll be thrilled to read it after they thought it was gone. Oh, man. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't, I don't even know what to say. Well, I think my social skills, it's like not hard. I'm not the type who would want to hand out pamphlets, but like after this era, I like could see somehow, <laughs> somehow to making that turn and being like, oh, what a fun way to talk to people. It's like, you know, I have no idea who I'm going to be on the other side of this. It's just, it's just throwing yeah. all the cards up in the air and you pick some out and see what your new hand is. Like maybe yeah. I'll want to do that. Maybe I'll be a serial killer. 
maybe well i just like really want to talk to people (laughs) it doesn't happen at all so like you gotta like take what you can get yeah and maybe that's like a good way to do it some of these people will be excited to talk about jury nullification you should be so lucky yeah yeah wow um what makes a nice subway for you I think the first thing I'm thinking of is the very worst subways I've been in. There's one that comes to mind immediately that was, I had, depending, like when I first started in undergrad in Champaign, I had a very good new subway near my place. But then I think my junior year, I moved from Urbana to Champaign and there was a really shitty subway. And the first thing I think of is just stepping in. And the floors were all scuffed oh. up horribly and like kind of sticky. And then it just smell it's like Subway has a distinctive smell, but this was oh, like the stalest, worst version of it. Like it used to smell that way, but then they didn't clean the air filters for 30 years and everything had gone downhill. I guess probably not 30, but whatever. And like, like so I'm, I'm thinking about floor and then a bad variant of the smell. Yeah. Did you eat in at that subway, or was it a takeaway? Oh, I don't think I ever ate in there. Um, it yeah. was it was very close to where I lived, so it was a common, like I'd have a class that ended at noon, and I'd be walking home, and I'd get subway on the way. Well, when we lived above a subway, a lot of times I ate at the subway. Yeah, because I didn't want to throw the garbage away in my house. <laughs> you think that lessens like your carbon footprint? <laughs> Like Subway's throwing some shit away. I don't know why. I'm doing a good job. I, just I use didn't no wanna... plastic. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's like I guess it's really stupid now that I think about it. But I like wouldn't want. I wouldn't want the mess, so I would just eat it and then, like, walk to the next door over or like yeah. It was like we lived above it, and then I'd walk into my apartment. It kind of sounds like you have a policy that whenever you finish eating Subway. <laughs> You take all the junk and just throw it up in the air and then walk away. And so, like, well, if I'm going to do that, I might as well do that at a subway instead of my house because it fucks I up I do really, like, because I also, like, I think, par- now that I'm thinking about it, I think part of why I brought Subway to Michael's office was because I knew I could leave a trash. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it in my own home. You know, if, if Subway gets hosed on this tuna thing... Maybe they can make their money back, do a lawsuit against you, <laughs> fucking fucking up all their stores. I have given, given them all I have honestly given Subway so much business. I feel like, I feel like I have connected a community of subheads. You're um, kind of a brand ambassador, certainly. On yeah. This, I wonder how many times I would have discussed Subway on this podcast. <laughs> Probably way less. <laughs> I, I would say zero or one. Okay, I want to ask you. Wait. You haven't even talked about your tuna. That is our final segment. But okay. what, what do you want to ask me, though? Is there something else? I've been thinking a lot about, like, if I will ever eat a Subway tuna again. And I think the answer is definitely. Um, but probably not for, like, a year. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I I wanted to ask if you thought you would ever eat it again. But then I remember what you just did. Well... Still a but valid then I was question. Gonna ask, you like, could ask me that now. I was going to ask if you like if this is going to bleed into other sub shops for you. I don't think you're a Jimmy John's person. 
I am a Jimmy John's person. But, like, I was wondering if this will also affect me getting the rare tuna out of Jimmy John's. Which, I don't do that often either. Let me tell you about my experience today, and then we'll, maybe that can be, like, our final concluding thing, is where do we stand on the future of tuna? Tuna as a whole that you don't make yourself. Okay. Okay. So... Uh, when Margaret and I were setting up our emergency subway podcast, <laughs> she mentioned we could talk about this subway tuna lawsuit, and then also she could tell us about her recent COVID trip to her recent subway trip during COVID times. And then I was like, "Those are great topics, but I'm not bringing a lot to the table for this podcast. I feel bad." And then I thought, "Well, I could go to Subway, but then I remembered I don't want to go to fucking Subway. I'm going to have to go to a Subway. <laughs> Too risky. I don't go anywhere. I stay in my house." <laughs> Good for you. Just sit in my bedroom, lay in bed under the covers with a mask on. And so I thought, I know how to get Subway, though. And it'll be an interesting talking point. I'll get on fucking Postmates. And I'll tell (laughs) somebody they got to go to Subway at 11 a.m. on a Tuesday. Get me some Subway and bring it over. And so that's what I did. So I can tell you that. uh, Are you pulling up your order? I got my order right here. Now, I'm going to tell you everything I ordered. Don't get it twisted. I did not eat all of this. Some of this was for Gina, and some of this is in the fridge. But I ordered... Thanks up with for later. I want, I'll, let me tell you. I wanted... I'm a, I'm a... As we've discussed before, I think this has come up many times, but I am a sauce journalist, and it's important that I, I give people the information they want. So I wanted to, to have some, some good information. But also, I didn't really fucking want to eat this tuna sandwich. But I thought, I got to get one so I can check it out and take a little bite of it. And then I'll also get something I want to eat. So I ordered a six-inch tuna sub on Italian bread, pepper jack cheese, chipotle southwest sauce. Sounds so good. Uh, green peppers and red onions. And I got it toasted. And then I ordered a veggie patty. I've never had the veggie patty before. Uh, I got that on Italian urban tree, urban cheese, Swiss cheese, honey mustard, regular mayonnaise. That's a lesson from you to get mayonnaise in another sauce. And then I got, I don't, do you get the shakers when you go to Subway? Like, like the pepper and the Parmesan and the oregano? Do you have them do the shakers? I sometimes have them do salt and pepper, but I've never had them do other shakers. I never do it because it feels awkward. But on yeah. Postmates, I just type it in. So I was like, yeah, give me all the shakers. <laughs> Banana peppers, green peppers, red onions, and spinach. Okay. okay. Then I ordered two white chocolate chip macadamia nut cookies. And again, one of those is for Gina, so not both yeah. mine. And then I ordered a bag of Miss Vicky's jalapeno chips. Uh, those are for steps. me. Those are good. Yeah. And so... I, there's there's technically five items, but two of them are chocolate chips. How many of those items do you think showed up as ordered? Mm, three. Four. Everything oh. but the veggie patty. The veggie patty, the thing I intended to eat for lunch, giant dud. What do you think they fucked up? Okay. Well, even if they hadn't messed up, I don't think a delivery veggie patty is the route because I think there would be a temperature issue. 
I also did not get that one toasted, so I'm really pushing my luck with warmth and other things. Margaret's computer died here. We got reconnected very quickly. Hello. Hello. I am going to kick the old you off of this. <laughs> um, I did not go into labor. My computer ran out of batteries because I didn't plug it in. I honestly assumed as much. <laughs> but but uh, you did not look like you were like immediately on the verge of uh, running off. It looked like your computer froze or died Was or so appalled at your veggie patty that <laughs> foot fell out of my <laughs> Good news is we're st- we're still recording. I'll find a way to edit around and leave that line in. No, you go. You can leave it in. Yeah, that's what I, I'll go Actually, on I will edit. And I'll make a note like Margaret fell out here. She's going to come back now, and then all that will stay because that's very funny. <laughs> I, I'd like to go on the record as having said that. Um, so you're pretty upset with this veggie patty veggie veggie patty order to begin with. It sounds like. Well, I'm just upset the technology doesn't exist to keep it fresh the way you. You're going to want it by the time it gets to your house. I want to eat fresh. That's what I'm looking for going That's into this meal. what they've advertised, and I wouldn't blame you for that. Um, I, okay, let's see. You didn't get it toasted. Gosh, what did they mess up? I'll give you a hint. It's the most obvious thing. I'll just tell you, there's no veggie patty. Oh, that's I got a, that's a, a uh really skimpy veggie sandwich exactly because like as you know and anybody who's ever gotten a veggie sandwich really from anywhere but especially from subway i think i think they can do a veggie sandwich i'm happy with but you got to be like no no i got i need i'm not getting anything else so i need a lot of spinach and a lot of red onions and all this stuff really hit and i didn't i didn't order my sandwich that way because i thought i was ordering a veggie patty oh that's really sad i got like like if you went in there and ordered like uh, oven roasted chicken i got like the amount of toppings you'd put on that oven roasted chicken and nothing else yeah that sandwich was trash that sauce becomes really inappropriate if there's nothing to adhere to it sucked i'll tell you i mean that's what's in the fridge i took a nibble off of that didn't eat it well do you eat your do you keep veggie oops i just took a screenshot do you keep veggie burgers in your fridge freezer exactly what Gina said when I told her about this. She said, isn't there frozen stuff you could have added and put on this to make it into a real sandwich? And the answer is yes. Now, the good news is I didn't need it. I'm going to eat this tomorrow. Uh, But with taking these methods into account, the bad news is I was staring down the barrel of nothing for lunch, but a six-inch tuna sandwich I did not intend to eat. (laughs) I bet it was good. Margaret, I'm here to say it was good as hell. I I'm sure loved it was. It. That's all tuna. It, I'm like, so confident. I was playing it cool before. That is 100% tuna. There's nothing else in it. It's so good. I think you talked about the Chipotle Southwest with the tuna. Is that correct? It's Yes, it's, it's so good. I've never tuna. actually it done it before. Really despite that, that podcast is so long ago. I believe that's when I used to record in my car in the basement of my apartment building. That's right. I remember. And that's, I believe, where we talked about that. So that's, it's been a long time coming. I finally got 
the Chipotle Southwest with the tuna. Wow. It was a home run. It was a great sandwich. I'm not a huge tuna guy. I have concerns about it. I have qualms with it. I ate the whole thing without thinking twice. I mean, it sounds delicious, and if you handed me one right now, I would eat it. So I guess when I said earlier, I'm not going to eat Subway tuna again for a year, (laughs) I'm not going to eat Subway tuna again until someone hands it to me. (laughs) (laughs) And then I'm definitely going to eat it, because that sounds so good. Um, Wow. There are a couple other issues that we probably should dig into a little bit. Right. First off, I'd love it if you could just guess, how much did this cost for me to get delivered? Okay, I don't know what the Postmates, like, markup exactly. is. That's what that, that's where you're going to have to take some But notes. I'm going to say you spent at least $34. If you include tip, you're right on. This, with tip, was $37.16. Yeah, that's crazy. Let me tell you, <laughs> that is too much money for this. Do not Postmates really? Subway. <laughs> Subway has a... Like the, the the normal model is fine for Subway of go to Subway and get and also if you go to Subway you don't have to order two sandwiches to fucking hit the minimum delivery fee. That's true. Uh, and like it's the biggest scam. The, you go on here, and so obviously they like Postmates they do their there's tax and fees. There's a four dollar yeah. one cent service fee in addition to the three ninety nine delivery fee, and then. I'm a decent person. I'm going to go on the record and say I did tip 25%. So that marks it Well, of course. You have to. You have to. We're in a fucking pandemic, friends. Yeah. But then even before you get into that stuff, the veggie patty, six-inch veggie patty, list price on Postmates is $7.59. Oh, that's high. That is six-inch veggie patty. Yeah, that's pretty – that's too bad you didn't get the patty. You would think I would get the fucking patty for that price. That's more than a box of veggie burgers costs. Yeah, you'd be buying some good-ass veggie burgers. Spending eight bucks. You get, like, Dr. Prager's. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. So. Not worth it, I guess. (laughs) On the whole, probably, again, main two main takeaways. One, don't Postmate Subway. Two, if you need to. Get you a tuna sandwich just Chipotle Southwest. It's tuna. It's real tuna. They should write that on the Wait, side. but is it just tuna now? Like, I don't, they don't, you these think... supply chains, they can't change midstream. These, these tunas they were eating, these tuna fish are eating now were caught six months ago They're... in like the South China Sea. Or was the Subway like franchise owner desperately buying bags of tuna or cans <laughs> of tuna at the grocery store last week? Like no one can know my secret. Yeah, Don't and like suddenly the tuna quality's gone way up. Boy, that's now again. I like how we do come to like the, the our ultimate conclusion here <laughs> is that one hundred percent you should get a tuna sub from Subway, but possibly because it's never been good until today. Now is the I mean time I to get buy. sick every time, and I order it at least three times a year. Like. I always eat. I just like decide it's okay that I'm going to get sick and eat it. So I guess, yeah, just go for it, guys. Um, I I should note as well. The good, honorable company. <laughs> Everyone trusts Subway. We know they're good. <laughs> they have no track record of like getting involved with shady people, no. so that's fine. Oh, 
They don't. Um, I was I was a little concerned because like I eat fish very infrequently, and mm-hmm. so I don't know if I'd had. I certainly had not had any fish this year, and I probably hadn't had any fish in. I would estimate three or four months. And so yeah. I thought if I were going to have an adverse reaction, like, boy, am I going out of my way to find it, get in the subway tuna. So it could be, again, could be maybe it really is fake and I just didn't eat any, eat any fish. So I didn't notice. But uh, that could be. Either way, well, um, highly recommended, except for the Postmates part. Wait, what did Gina eat? Uh, Gina wasn't here. So I, I got. Oh. All this stuff. I basically got the cookie to give to her, and then the possibly first... a cookie. Well, possibly, definitely, she got the cookie. <laughs> okay, guys, I have to admit, I ate both cookies. Gina did not get a cookie. <laughs> I don't think Gina usually listens. If Gina's listening, I'm sorry. You uh, know what? I should have got four cookies and given two to her, but that would have cost eighty dollars. So I wasn't gonna say anything, but white chocolate is crap. So boy, that's you all I get. Favor. What do you like? Chocolate chip. I, white like chocolate macadamia has always been the standard bearer for me at Subway. If Michael said I got you a cookie and then gave me a white chocolate cookie, I would be such a brat about it. And I'm on the record of saying that. Did you get cookies when you got Subway on your trip? No, but only because I didn't want my kid to have one. And it would Otherwise, be awkward to be like, here's the grown-up cookies. <laughs> Otherwise, I definitely would have, yeah. yeah. I really, really wanted one, and I remember thinking I could eat it on the way there, but then I was like, I got to keep my mask on. Um, so, Fair. yeah. So, no, sadly, I didn't get one. Wow. What a strange trip it has been for all of us. Uh, Margaret, there's time for just one more segment. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Yes, I do. Um, wait, what was it? Oh, my dad mailed the whole family a product called Yak Tracks. Do you know what that is? I have no idea. They are like stretchable. It's like a hiking product. And it's like something that stretches over your shoes. And it has little coils on the bottom and it makes it so you can walk on the ice without slipping and I was very concerned that it was going to be extremely dorky but you can barely see it and um, because I'm so pregnant and because last time I was pregnant I did break my foot wait is that a yak trap those are nails this is not the same brand but I have something very similar on my boots right now yeah it's like that. Yep. But this looks more like, um, there's more metal. I have like the most calmed down version possible because I was very afraid of how I was going to like slide across the street and scratch it all up. Yeah. I was, I mean, my dad like wouldn't stop talking about them. And then he like, I think he made like a special trip to what, I don't know what REI or something to buy them. Because he made two different phone calls to ask me, like, what everyone's shoe size was. <laughs> um, like, um, but anyway, I couldn't believe how secure I felt walking on the ice in them. 
And we live on a steep hill, and I'm super pregnant. And last time I was super pregnant, I broke my foot. So I'm, like, so paranoid. And I felt great. And then Michael wore his for the first time because I bullied him into it after I got home today. And he also came back from a dog walk and was like, these are fantastic. Did he think it was, like, overkill, unnecessary? He said his boots were good enough, and he said he wasn't embarrassed to wear them, but I can't imagine why else he didn't want to. Um, so that's my <laughs> guess. I did take them off, um, like, when I got to the doctor's, because I, I did think it would be embarrassing to wear them inside a building. That is, like, so what is it on the, is it metal spikes on the bottom? What is it? It looks like when you take a pen apart, and there's, like, the metal coil. Wow. The spring. It's like springs. So mine, the listener can't see, I showed you, mine are very much, they're not the sharpest spikes, but they are little spikes. And so I am certain that like if I took two steps inside my house in them, it would ruin the floors instantly. And it sounds yeah. like you, you might have a much bigger, this might be an advantage of the version you have, that it's much more Well, there's more no, nothing about it is spiky. It's right. like... It's just coils. It's metal coils. Do you think you could use them to jump really high and, like, dunk a basketball because there's springs on the bottom? No. I actually think if they didn't fit well, they would be a bigger tripping hazard than preventer. Um, Do you think that maybe since now that you have, like, good winter shoes, you should get a summer version that does have those springs and then you can dunk? No. No. I'm not. I try to never jump. These would, um, with these, you would only jump. I am, like, really risk of... I told... I actually... I've, like, told Eugenia that I can't jump. Because it comes up sometimes. So does she, like, jump to show off and just thinks that she's the only well, one Well, she thinks jumping is, like, really fun. Like, you know, she thinks... She thinks she has a trampoline. It's actually a dog bed. Um <laughs> So she'll like go play on her trampoline and she wants me and I always tell her that I can't jump. <laughs> um, so I like that's that's the reputation I've created. So I I simply can't. Um, I just I'm not like, I don't know. Basically, because I broke my foot. I just ever since then, I just my jumping days are over. <laughs> I don't want to risk it. I really don't want to break my foot. I'm sure once you go through that, like your mindset changes and you just see all these different activities as potential foot breakings. Well, I never like actually went to my follow up. I never like resolved it fully. So I just, I don't want to risk it. You Um, think there's some, there's some more waiting to happen down there and you start jumping around, you're going to find it. I feel like I have a bad foot. Like I just, it's not, if I like, I don't know. I would do, like, a skip jump over a puddle if I had to. But, like, you know, there's not going to be, like, a field day scenario. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to jump up. Well, I guess never say never. Maybe there'll be something on a tall shelf if I want bad enough. Probably not. I say don't do it. How you? I don't. Yeah. Jumping up to get things off shelves is a bad idea anyway. So true. Like, what's the likelihood you actually get the thing you want? You're just going to break the shelf or something, or your foot. I know. I recently, we used to keep, like, a cast iron pan on top of a tall shelf. The heaviest thing and the highest point in the house. That's how you do it, yeah. (laughs) 
neither of us could really reach it. We were always like jumping up just a little to get it. And then I don't know, at some like a month ago, I was like, Michael, I feel like I'm going to die every time I do this. I was like, we need to find a new place to keep that. Um, it just seems like the worst way to go. Well, no, there's lots of bad ways to go, but anyway, I'm plugging Yak Tracks. Uh, Yak Tracks sound, it sounds like a much uh, better, safer version of a thing I have that I haven't, I've enjoyed. So I think everybody should look into this. I know I'm going to. Uh, Margaret, you've been a fantastic guest. Thank you so much for taking the time. I'm glad we got to give the people the information they need about yeah. Subway and several other things. It's been yeah. a wonderful time. Are you uh, are you glad that like when you look back on the late stages of your pregnancy, you will think I, I spent two hours talking to some idiot on the internet about Subway? Oh yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad I did. I wish I had prepared a little more, and I I do wish I had done a bit more justice to The Bachelor, um, but it's okay. Well, because if if the Minnesota people. Well, I guess there's only one Minnesota person now. But if they continue to do well, perhaps someday you can come on and tell us about how fantastic, uh, how fantastically well they represented uh, the North Star State. Yeah, I guess I could. Maybe, yeah. Okay, I will. Sounds good. Maybe we'll do a bachelor. Maybe I'll start my own podcast <laughs> and have you on to talk about the bachelor. That's really unfair because I bring you on to Sauce Talk and I consider you a sauce expert. And then I have yeah. to go on your podcast where I don't know anything about The Bachelor. I'm going to be woefully unqualified. You're right. You're right. Okay. I'm never going to do it. I think, <laughs> don't I think worry. we're going to stay in the realm of sauce and it's going to be great. There's like a million Bachelor podcasts and very few sauce podcasts. Do you know of any other sauce podcasts? Uh... I think there's another one. Motherfuckers. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I know when I've like tried to find Sauce Talk before, there is like another podcast that has Sauce in the name. Is it possible they were talking about Sauce like they were loggers? Could be. Yeah. It's about G Love and Special Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. Well, uh, <laughs> never go on their podcast or you're off the list of this one forever. But as long as you don't do that, you're welcome to come back anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was very fun. Yes, it was. Best wishes in the interview.